Welcome to Disco Power Up, the podcast. I'm your host, Mae Chan, a business alignment coach and a community builder living in Oakland, California. I help values-led entrepreneurs align their businesses with their authentic selves to create more ease, peace, and revenue. As a person who spent decades growing healthy businesses, I love supporting other business leaders on similar journeys filled with courage, vision, heart, and creativity. Join me in celebrating more entrepreneurs leading with love. Put in uh, questions into the chat. We're watching, and you're welcome. All of you are welcome to be here today. Um, questions for Louisa would be anything about finance, anything about your um, financial controls in your company. Yeah. Bring it on. Anyway, what I was saying was as a <clears throat> At least I've been talking about how we have expertise, yet we're not perfect. (laughs) And, of course, being feeling depleted is among the things that I try to uh, address with entrepreneurs. And yet I know it well myself, too. (laughs) So I have the tools and, you know, the the awareness to say, hmm, what's talking here? (laughs) <laughs> yes, <clears throat> totally. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's learning not only to be aware of it, I guess, but to, like, take it seriously, like, yeah. to actually listen to your yeah. body or your mind or your energy levels. Like, I had to learn that, too, over the last couple of years, sort of, in my evolution in business is, like, okay, it's not enough to just acknowledge it. Like, you've got to believe like that there's a reason why you're feeling that way and sort of lean into what that is and allow yourself to rest or step away or, you know, that's part of it is even realizing it doesn't have to be this way that you can even look at it and say, Oh, right. It's the time for me to to think because I've said this many times in my sharing. And um, I think I told you about CEO school is actually the, course that I'm creating and have created now because it is that mindset shift, right? To say like, oh, so it's it's my job to take care of the CEO so I can be free to do CEO things. But where I start with is, yes, you have the right to be happy. Yes. But even, you know, there's part of the hypnosis of entrepreneurship that like it's supposed to feel bad tiring depleting coffee driven coffee and there's totally times that that's how it needs to be because this is just the moment you found yourself in but that the plan doesn't have to be like that and that in any moment there's a way for you to go like right wait how did we get here let's yeah. get let's roll it back so yeah, yeah. that's doing this morning too coming there right I know I know so that's what I can offer to you the reminder as we all need right as I say it to you I say it to me and you it's safe to be happy and to listen to ourselves and to make things more easeful which I think is some of what you posted about on your your social on your Instagram today too right how it can be we can refill ourselves and we can find ways to make it a little easier. Yeah. 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 And that's, and it's fun. It's fun. I I think it's fun to find new ways or 
go back to ways that are just reliable, where you know if you can get yourself into that, you know, sauna, for example. For me, that's, like, a happy place is to be in, like, an infrared sauna where I just, I'm hot and my body's working, but I'm sort of in a more meditative place. And I just know that I love that feeling. And so being sort of, like, compelled to get there, to put myself in a place where, like, that's an experience that I can have knowing that, when I'm there and when I come out, I feel so much more alive. And so, like, just things like that where it's like, oh, I get excited. <laughs> I love that you even know that, right? Because it took you trying things to to find that. Exactly. And, uh, again, begins with the, like, oh, I get there's a solution, right? I get to go look for solutions. And then, yeah, with my clients, I'm like, wait, what did that feel like? Right about how that felt, right? So you can go oh, that was good. It wasn't just a fluke. It was, you know, this is what it opened up for me. This is the place of creativity, freedom, um, idea generating, whatever it is that you need that brought yeah. the restful, easeful feelings. Ooh, uh, yes. Allow them to be <laughs> and go there again. That's a good one. I hadn't heard that one as someone's creative happy place or actually I don't you said happy place right yeah I mean that's where I actually where the name of my business came to me I well I had been I needed to make a pivot I my business was called high five finance when I was a coach but I needed to make a pivot for a few different reasons and I was like but what is gonna feel like what is this next like evolution gonna like what does it feel like what should I call it and so I just had this this you know some people, I don't know, people call it transmissions, people call it things coming through, but it just sort of, like, dropped yeah. into me, like, this is about people, like, this needs to convey, like, we need to convey, like, what we're really here for, because it's not just financial services and accounting and taxes, I mean, la la like, that's all important stuff, but that's not why I do this work, it's much more about the people who we're serving and the impact that it makes in their lives. And that's what I want to be known for is, yeah, I do this accounting thing, but <clears throat> I'm not an accountant. I'm a business owner at heart who yeah. understands how challenging this journey is and how rewarding and beautiful and wonderful it can be. And so I really want to honor all of that in mm-hmm. every ounce of what we do. And so it starts with sort of with people, right? And so yeah. that all just sort of came together in, in that moment when I was in a different Asana, just taking a second to like, you know, decompress and be that is, right. Connect with your mission. Yeah, exactly. I love it. You <laughs> and I, same page, same page. It's so good. So this goes right into my first question: Is Louisa Alberto? Introduce yourself. What do you do? What do you call yourself? What's your business is about and how you came to start that business, if you don't mind sharing that story with us. Of course. So I'm Louisa Alberto. I am the CEO of People First Finance. We provide financial services for women entrepreneurs. So that looks like accounting and tax planning and filing and advisory (coughs) services and support. Um, So it's a done-for-you agency. Um, I'm based in San Francisco, but we're virtual, so we work with folks all over the U.S. Um, And essentially, sort of as May and I have sort of hinted at, I've had a journey (laughs) where 
I started off, uh, gosh, let's see. So my, let's, let's go back to sort of the, the real impetus here. So I, this is not my first business venture. Um, I started a brick and mortar juice business back in, um, gosh, when was it? I'm going to get the years all wrong, but, um, it was around the time, like after the recession. So probably around like 2010 when things were starting to come back and a lot of people had sort of moved into this maker mentality. There was like this, like food and, and bread makers and jam makers. And there was just this resurgence of people sort of saying, okay, well, I got laid off from my job or I lost a bunch of money. Like, what is it that I really want to do? Mm-hmm. And so there was this movement where people were really deciding to start their own businesses and go for it. Um, this we were familiar for now, right? 2020. <clears throat> totally. Right. We're going through a similar yeah, yeah. Re- reclamation of our time and how we want to spend it. Doing work. Yeah, that makes us happy. Yes. Beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. So. Juice. Yeah, like, the first iteration of that was with juice. So I, my background was in food and bev. I had worked with Blue Bottle Coffee um, from, you know, very, very early on and helped to grow that wholesale program, worked with a lot of notable restaurants in San Francisco and the East Bay, like Nopa and Chez Panisse, and just had helped them get their coffee programs going mm-hmm. and really loved the idea of creating this really quality product and just how meaningful it is to – <clears throat> to have that be your goal to create a really beautiful product that is part of an experience. Um, and so that's what I learned. And that's what I then took into the world of juice because we thought, wow, how cool that this is happening in the world of coffee. Yeah. But California just has so many beautiful produce and the farmers are incredible. And so how can we highlight all of this incredible bounty in a way that honors sort of our skill and expertise as um, you know, product creators in, in the food and beverage industry. Um, so my business partner and I, <clears throat> sorry, I need water. Uh, my business partner and I. <laughs> Take a sip. I just want to welcome Travel Destiny. Thanks for coming in. Slender Naturally, thanks for coming in. Put questions for Louisa in the chat and just uh, just welcome and be here. Thanks. Yes, welcome, welcome. Um, so yeah, so we decided to do a Kickstarter project. We were super scrappy. We just sort of like got the funds together from friends and family set up as a juice bar in a wine bar that was closed during the day. Like just very, it was a labor of love. Um, our dream was to be at the San Francisco Ferry building. We eventually achieved that goal. Um, we were at the farmer's market and then set up a brick and mortar space at the ferry building, um, and operated that for a few years. And then, you know, uh, operate, I'm sure you know, May, actually, this is part of your story too, right? The demands and how challenging it can be to operate a brick and mortar um, business. And so we learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Things didn't go exactly as we had planned. Um, and actually ended up closing that business in, in a bankruptcy. Mm. So that was a really pivotal turning point right at the time where we had declared bankruptcy. I was a new mother. Um, I was a new single mother. Like there was a lot going on just at that time. And what became to say, I bet, I bet it was really hard to come to that bankruptcy word, but I also just felt the power of you being a person who's like, I've been there. I've been, I know what it feels like. Right. Because it's in a way like, what's the word? Like in the, like, 
the what if worst case scenario. Oh yeah. Oh, and you're like, welcome. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Powerful that you have been there, and here you are, still standing. Yep, still standing and stronger than ever. Honestly, because <laughs> I could talk about bankruptcy Great, for hour. You know. Yes, I could talk like. It's it's a tool. It exists for a reason, and it is a tool to be leveraged. That's how I thought about it. Yeah, that's right. how I owned it, and that's how I've built wealth ever since. So that's its own whole. <laughs> I just got little the little goosebumps. It's a tool, which I mean, we can say for so many, the what if the worst thing happens. You know what I mean? Like there are yeah. still things. It's like none of it is like, and then there's the abyss. It really is just like, and then you do this. Right? It's yeah. just the thing you do that's yeah. available for you. So, thank you. Just beautiful. Anyway, sorry, keep yeah. going. <laughs> no, it's so great. It's, it's such a great moment to pause and really talk about that because I do think there can be this, like, doomsday, yeah. you know, feeling that holds us back from taking yeah. risks or making big shifts. And so I love that you called that out because bankruptcy or the idea of bankruptcy really is one of those big beasts that holds, I feel, a lot of people back and especially a lot of women who are already carrying shame and guilt around some of the money decisions that maybe they've made. This is something I came across a lot in my coaching. Um, and just so, so we hold ourselves back when really we're these powerful mm -hmm. you know, beings mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. have strong intuition and know what we want. And somehow we just thwart that by, holding on more, more, more tightly to the fear of something like bankruptcy. So just sort of like tearing yeah. bankruptcy up into little pieces and throwing it over there. Yeah. Um, just by virtue of doing that, I feel like it's just this like freeing moment, you know? This is um, in my coaching. Sometimes I say, and we're getting some snaps there. I'm not sure who, who gave them exactly, but yes, thank you. Thank you. Everyone in the, in the room, the, the power, we get our power back when we just go, so what is the fear? And I, I say it's like, you know, we're carrying it around in our backpacks, even if we don't, we haven't acknowledged what the fears are. So I say in my coaching, like, we're just going to unpack them. You're just going to name them. I know it sounds scary to say a sentence out loud. So yeah. now it's almost like if I don't talk about it, it won't be real but really it's talking all the time right and and I say the backpack because we're dragging it around it's holding us back anyway so we just say the word bankruptcy you know it's like Beetlejuice right it's like <laughs> and go um and then what and then what and then what would you do right and and the coach I listen to says well now that you've looked at it is it still is it still worth it to do the thing that might get you there? You still get to decide the, you know, if the what has happened, but between naming it, knowing what you would do if those things happened and then weighing it against, do I still want this? I mean, no one's saying you have to do anything. That's the whole freedom, right? <laughs> yep. Is this thing that you want? And then your power comes back. Just realizing you have a choice. Yes. Yes, and this is exactly where I was, what, where I, and this is a great segue into why yeah. I chose to do the work that I did because I believe that financial independence and autonomy 
for women is paramount. Like it gives you those options, right? It gives you the ability to make choices because when you don't have that financial independence and, and we can talk about what financial independence even means to me, my definition of it is the autonomy and independence to make money yourself, right? Without necessarily having to depend on an employer, like the ability to go out and say, I'm going to sell my service or my product or my expertise and I'm going to be able to get paid in return for that, right? That's one way that we exercise autonomy and independence. But then also to understand and have the financial literacy to understand how to then manage that income, that revenue in a way that sets you up for future and sustainable success. And so this is really where I realize that it's so important for women to be able to generate that money, right? To generate that income, whether it's you know working a W two job and then having a side hustle and then eventually moving into your own business and sort of becoming fully self employed, right? Like that's a beautiful process, mm-hmm. and it's so freaking hard. And yep. it's you know because there's so we we don't learn how to manage our own personal finances, let alone finances for a business. And so there's just a lot of this unknown and uncertainty around compliance, like what's required of us, what's the right way to do this, right? There's a lot to unpack there. And so in my work, my mission is really to unpack all of that and make it less overwhelming, less, you know, riddled with like fear and uncertainty so that more women, entrepreneurs, or even if you're just like, I want financial autonomy and I just want to sell this beautiful craft that I make, right? You don't have to be like a you know million-dollar CEO. You can just have the ability to generate your own money, uh, which I believe is everyone's right, um, and you know be able to do that and not have the fear that you're going to lose it all overnight or that it's going to go to the wrong places or that other people who are helping you along the way are, are you know, do they have your best interests in mind? And, um, you know, is there a way to do this that I'm, you know, that I'm missing? And I, oh gosh, I'm so not cut out for this. And we just go down this sort of, so our, you know, with People First Finance and just in my role in this, in this realm of understanding money, how to manage it, what the, you know, you know, um, potential potholes are, you know, like I, I can see all of that. And so it's really my, and, oh, hey, Alexandra, yay. Uh, welcome. welcome. It's, re- it's really my, you know, it, it feels like my mission to make it less scary, to like introduce some air, to introduce some clarity so that we can all go on our individual ways in this, you know, life and not have money be the reason why we're not achieving our fullest potential really is what it comes down to for me. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you. So this gets right into my next question I love to ask is, what's your greatest joy in your business? Oh, my great people, the people. That is my greatest joy, just my team members. And, I mean, I have been known to cry on our, like, in our quarterly team meetings because I'm just – overcome with appreciation and gratitude for the work that the people who work with us do, how much of themselves they put into it. 
um, yeah. how they're willing to just sort of like follow me and my whims as I try to, you know, put the pieces together to to build this business. Um, internal team, people first finance team. Internal or? team, that's one. And then yeah. the, and then also our clients just really again being able to offer a level of clarity um, and just sort of hold space in a different way. So like with coaching, it's a lot about sort of creating and holding space for people to, to go on that journey themselves and really ask themselves tough questions and come out of it, you know, with maybe a different perspective or, um, or shifting that way. But like with what we do and done for you services, it's similar. We've got to still hold space for people to understand the data that we're presenting to them to understand, you know, where they have the ability to pull different levers in their business to achieve you know, a favorable outcome, whether that's paying themselves more or achieving profitability or hiring more team members or offering benefits to new team members, whatever that looks like for them. Mm -hmm. um, I want to help them make that decision uh, and not have making that decision feel really difficult or like they're, you know, they're bringing in other, you know, they're holding on to other things that are precluding them from moving forward, really. And so, um, so it's it's the people to answer. Sorry, I'm like yeah, oh, people. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So um, where do I want to go with that? Because I'm thinking of like a. I'm thinking how awesome that you are a boss of a team. Like we talked about, you went from solo to what I call solo to CEO. Meaning, you know, you can be a CEO of your solo practice also, but in terms of CEO, to me means you are just the kind of high-level manager person and not the day-to-day, -day, the only implementer of everything. Yeah, And, yeah, that takes a growth um, mindset, a, a, a mindset toward being willing to let go of some things for the bigger picture, bigger growth. So, bravo, you've done that. And um, – and it takes, yeah, it takes some courage, right, to do that letting go piece. It I'll does. I, I feel like I, one thing that I'm good at is having and holding a vision of of the fullest potential of my business. And it's not like a perfect picture. It's not totally filled in. But I see that in us scaling, which requires me delegating, we're able to serve so many more women entrepreneurs, women business owners. And so that staying so close to that, that vision and our mission of serving more really helps with any of the doubts or insecurities or second guessing, uh, you know, that might, that I might hold as an individual when I think about trusting team members to implement, right. Then I become the person who, who sort of is there serving them and I this is very much my mindset is like I say I say this a lot how can I help protect your time right like how can we not just keep throwing things at you that you need to fill into a schedule how can we really protect your time and that takes prioritizing together and collaborating together and so it really is we really do operate as a team internally um, but I do think that it takes you know, coming out of the day-to-day -day delivery to yeah. be able to do that effectively, mm -hmm. you know? It's um, systems, but also your heart. 
right? Interesting because this is what we did by soloing it for this first phase is be very, very clear what the operational needs are. And then the delegating part is, you know, it gets to be logistically laid out there. But to continue with the heart part of, like, in a way, I say it like, what a privilege to be an entrepreneur and be your own boss, and may you be a really, like, the best boss you've ever had and not just as bad as <laughs> the worst bosses you've had to yourself. And then same with the people, the team that you hire because, you know, those old trainings, right? Like, we, it's so easy to do as what we've seen and not what we've wanted. Yes. <laughs> and it takes so much consciousness you know just really reminding ourselves of who we want to be yeah and I think also like honoring that we're natural creators that we have to look beyond what is if we want to see any change in the world if we want to see things done better then we must get very good at seeing beyond what is and I think that that is really difficult to do if you're in survival mode, if you're just trying to make enough to cover your bills, if you, you know, aren't sure you're going to be able to bring in the revenue you need to pay for a team member. Like, like if that's what's clouding your thoughts, which at a certain point in business, it's very real that those things are clouding your thoughts and you've got to find a way to get through to yeah. the other side because the other side is really where your power, as I'm saying, as a creator comes into play. If you feel, if that feel, if this, if what I'm saying feels compelling to you, right? Like we're not all meant to be right. these creative visionary leaders, right? Like it's okay and beautiful and necessary to follow what feels right for you. What, what the, de- what your definition of leadership means, what the fullest expression of your business looks like, like, it's really important to follow what feels good there. And so exposing yourself to different ways of, you know, that businesses have scaled or grown or um, like that's been paramount to me because it helped me get really clear in that contrast of, of what I was good at. And I Uh. to be good at holding the vision, maintaining the heart of the mission and then sort of, you know, serving as a leader for my team to get to this place where we're building a scalable business that can stand the test of time, really, is where I'm going. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, not everybody, not everybody's the same, but like maybe hearing that brings up something for people listening. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, that's not me. Oh, how did you do that? Like, it's all part of just that exploration, you know? Yeah, it is totally all part of it. I say as a coach, you know, not I'm here to make your dreams come true. But if there is a bigger dream, and I appreciate that you just flagged, if we want to see social change in the world, it's going to have to break the boxes. We cannot keep doing what we've been doing. We all need each other, really. Like, I, I mean, I just feel so much talking with you, like how your piece of the puzzle is just fits with just right fitting with my mission uh, of also having entrepreneurs connect with their greatest purpose of growing wealth through being their whole selves 
You know, like it's just like if everybody, what I picture is everybody gets to shine their light and we all just like link arms, you know, like we are so powerful to change yeah. this. And is this, I, I've been saying like there has never been a better time, a more important time for us to get big with our light, you know, and, and like yeah. get clean get, and, and not out of pressure, out of like, Love, mission, call, yeah. purpose in ways that are like win, win, win. You know, everybody gets to win. Woo! Welcome the great Jaden and Jaden. Uh, good, good, fun crowd. <laughs> um, so thank you so much. Thanks for letting me riff and and just like learn about your world and just really celebrate how what you're doing is impacting um, the world, really changing the world. One company, one person, one company at a time. I can, I can just really feel and appreciate your impact in the world. Thank you, Louisa. Thank you, Ray. That means a lot. Um, I ask everyone to bring a business challenge. Do you mind um, sharing some business challenge you're in at this moment? And just, uh, in a way that we can all just tune into, like everybody's also growing their own in their places too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So one thing that we're, um, that's a challenge for us right now. I think this is a challenge for many businesses and people in general too. If you're trying to make big, you know, take big strides and make big progress, there is this slowing down that's necessary to build the proper infrastructure right to do sort of the non-sexy side of the equation so this is like this is relevant if you're in business building out your team or your internal ops or your systems but it's as um it's the same as if you're you know wanting to you know lose 100 pounds and you know you need to like sit down and do the work of like finding the right solution for that and building it into your schedule and like doing all of the like to get to the place you want to be, right? I call it's it building, work. right? The machine gets to run, but you have to build it first. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So for us, we're in this building the machine moment where we're really focused on making sure that the way that we are serving current clients, taking on additional clients, um, making sure that the team internally has clarity as to what our priorities in the business making sure that our, you know, the system that we're using to manage our work is set up in a way that isn't taxing, that feels where people are comfortable working in that space. Um, so there's a lot of this, like, yeah, building the machine that we're in. And, and I guess the challenge is that because I see the need and because I see the vision, it's really a challenge for me in, like, making sure that I'm taking the appropriate time to take care of what is um, and really make sure that we're in a good place before we sort of move to the next stage of growth. And so for me, it's challenging because I'm so motivated by the more we can do yeah. and where I really need to be right now is in that what we're doing happens better and that we are doing less, but we're doing it better. And <clears throat> my team feels good. Like my measure of success is, does my does my team feel like they are successful in checking off what needs to be done 
and they understand how that rolls up into our bigger mission? And are they able to take time off? Like when they take time off, can they truly unplug? You know, for us, we don't have any full-time workers currently um, working more than 30 hours a week because I think that that is the most that I should expect from a human to work on my business. Um, and so new work policies, right? New work yes. Nice. Yes. So new work policies around that. Um, we're building the actual infrastructure of our business so that there's overlapping um, work, and which means that if somebody's just having a day where they're like, and we've all been here, where you wake up and for whatever reason, you just can't get to that place where you can be productive or you can you open email. I don't know if this has happened to anyone, but you open your email and you just sort of stare at it or <laughs> stare at your computer screen. Yeah. And you're like, there's so many things I could do right now, and I just don't have the capacity to pick that one thing. Right. Um I want to build in time for that. And so in our company, it's really important for us to be able to reassign tasks so that if somebody does need a mental health day or to spend the day with their kid or to spend their day crying on the couch or whatever they need, mm. that they can do that yep. um, and the work can still get done. And so that's something that is really important to me. Um, and I make sure my team understands that that is an important priority for the business. And so but that does require a lot of making sure that we've set things up such that yeah. someone can go into the work and understand what's expected of that particular task and, and feel confident to complete the task, even if it's not their regular, you know, um, work task. Anyway, so yeah, some examples of, like, how we're, we're trying to – but these things take time. It takes time, and wouldn't it be easy to say, like, oh, that's a good idea, but let's do that later. And then the okay. moment that someone's like – Oh, today I tested positive for COVID. I mean, right? That like that's a common one these days I'm hearing around me. You know, fingers crossed I haven't gotten it in this home yet. But but yeah, it it has to be available to someone to get COVID, whatever things that don't know and they feel safe to say, I know what to do. It's gonna be okay. Nobody's mad at me right? Everybody's going to be okay. And some of that is just holding energy and space for that. But some of it is like keeping the machine moving. Yeah. So bravo. And yeah, it's huge. It's huge. As you're, you're talking, I'm thinking about, thank you for sharing that very similar feeling for me where I just told you, I just created my first group course. That was just a mountain I wanted to climb for years, and it was it was just always like, I know business. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to do it. And also, I'm like, but I want everything now. I mean, I want, I want to plant everything and start all the seeds growing, and, and then it'll be there when I get really time to focus on it. It's just it's that creative energy is beautiful, and also knowing when to, like, slow down as you said, and hone in on that should hold off right now. And just what I like to say, be here now. Just be here now. <laughs> yeah. Is. More of that. We need more of that, honestly. Like what you just said really resonates, the be here now. I mean, we need, we need so much more of that. I mean, I see it even in my daughter. She has a really hard time being here now. 
she's it's used she's used to like the next she's six years old and she's just used to like the next thing the next thing the next thing what's she, I see her mind thinking what's the next thing but then what will happen and that and I'm like oh my gosh is she getting that from me is it something that I'm saying but it's the way that our society works in a lot you know modern for it's sure. bigger and so but there is this but it's it's I feel like the energy is just like begging us to to be here now and so. A lot of that, too, is why I feel like growth will come. Like, the inevitability of the growth of my business, of the people, the wonderful people who will get to work with and serve, I'm not going anywhere. So, like, that's inevitable. And so how can we balance that knowing with being here now and being with people's needs now and being a part of the world and what that demands of us now and just really – like focusing on in the moment, like just those deep breaths, right? Just the space in between. How can we spend a little bit more time there to and create more spaciousness to make it to make it through? Because like we're gonna go, we're gonna keep going. But like, how do we we're, make that feel? Easy? because we took care of ourselves, right? We took care of our nervous system enough to say it's safe to take those deep breaths now and just to be here now. Because isn't that kind of what the Here's my, that's my image for, for the, the eating away at your peace of mind thoughts. Yeah. The monster scratching at my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how do we take care of those, right? Isn't that what makes us go like, you know? <laughs> yes. You're here right now. And we have to just go, oh, it's going to be okay, right? Like we have to find ways to find our peace again and I think your daughter your six-year-old daughter yeah like you're modeling practices for her too right to say yes honey I know it feels like we just have to you know just like keep looking out and yet what we have is what we have in this moment and in this moment and in this moment yeah and just you know feeling the the beauty of you modeling Louisa CEO is the same as Louisa Mama and Louisa to Louisa, right? Like offering the love in all the places. Yeah, and I will say that to even get to the place where I can articulate and understand the importance of these things, like took a lot of work. When I first started in my journey, I had a business coach. I worked with a life coach who was a friend of mine where we did like a little swap. Um yeah. And I and and I had a healer. I mean, I had a lot of support to get to the place where I could even say that my success was inevitable and understand that that required slowing down and and giving myself what I needed and and stepping away from like like getting off a call and feeling like instead of doing the follow up right then and there, I can literally shut everything down, walk away kind of reset my brain and come back to it later and it'll look different and it'll feel different. That took a lot of self-reflection, a lot of being very honest with myself, a lot of physical shifts um, to even like shake things up and decide something different. And so I think that that's an important thing to, to, to mention just the power of, having a coach or having somebody who can help, who can walk with you through this 
journey that we're all on is just is just so powerful and necessary. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah, no, I know. And isn't it interesting how, I mean, I think we both work with people in those places and it looks so different for everybody, but almost like the hardest part is deciding which tools to avail ourselves of, right? Yeah. I mean, right away, the, the infrared sauna. And I can think of, you know, some of the physical tools, the um, uh, hypnotherapy really helped me. And I still use those principles now whenever I'm like, oh, where did that story come from? <laughs> and, yeah. And really beautiful. But, yeah, there's really a plethora of tools out there that I'm just, I keep learning about, too. So, and then it comes back to, like, do I have time, space? Am I, is it do I have permission to go, like, fill fill myself? Yeah. All the stories. Yeah. Um, but thank you. You also teed, teed us both up <laughs> to say we are here to help you, right? And so what I want to end with is tell everybody how they can get in touch with you to be supported by you and People First Finance. Yeah, so you can follow us here on Instagram at People First Finance. That's our handle. Um, all the latest updates and tips and resources are all there. Uh, we have a summit coming up at the end of this month, so you can check out details in my bio. Um, and then our website is also peoplefirstfinance.com. Um, and again, we're, we're, we're in this phase where we provide CFO advisory services, which means that we just help you understand your numbers and how to leverage them to make better decisions in your business. Um, but we are actively working on more ways to reach more uh, women who want to live this life of self-employment and really very much in alignment with the work that May is doing, you know, achieve that in its fullest potential. Um, and that's the really exciting part of, of what would otherwise be maybe boring accounting, but that's the exciting part of, of the work that we're doing in the world. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is blow, blow away the old story of boring accounting. This right. is financial power. Yeah. Right? Financial, um, like what if all the doors get to be open of possibility financially? This is where you're taking us. Will you say more about the summit? Because I know that's a right now, and I think um, I'm looking at the date calendar over here, right? It's coming up soon. And um, I have at least one client that is saying, I think it sounds good. So I've been for information. Um, what's the what's the gist of that and, and the call? To that? Yeah, so the gist, it's called the Next Six Month Summit. And essentially, we start out the year with a bunch of goals and, you know, we have all this energy. And I feel like in my experience, mid-year is when you start to lose a little bit of that steam or things look different. Your goals have shifted. Life has come into play. But yeah. you've got this really incredible six months of data, right, where it's like, how has this year been? What did you want to accomplish at the you know, start of the year? What came up that sort of might have thrown you off or just is inviting you to rejigger sort of what, how you want the next six months to go? And so it's a virtual summit. It's a, essentially like a boot camp for business owners generating or want to generate about 100 k in annual revenue or more to achieve their big goals this year. Um, and essentially I'm bringing in expert speakers, all women, all women of color, 
who are experts in the financial industry and offer financial services um, that relate to systems, mindset, profitability, and tax. Those are four um, really critical success factors for um, entrepreneurs. Those are the things that we need to get laser focused on. Um, and so we're just going to pack it into a day, um, tips, resources, um, you know, actionable steps that you can take and implement to achieve bigger goals over the next six months. Amazing. You're, you're um, saying things that I was like, oh, how did she get in my brain about the first six months? And I'm like, oh, wait, what's happening here? So thank you. That's great. So what's the investment for this summit? Yeah, so the investment, there's a special code that's also in my IG stories right now, but there's a code that will get you a big discount. Again, I want to make this as accessible as possible. So the investment is $350. There's also a payment plan, so you can break it up into two payments of $175. Um, again, just really wanting to get folks in, build community and camaraderie in this space because this journey can also feel really isolating. So we have a private uh, Facebook group where we're able to connect also as business owners, get to know each other, help each other out, share struggles, share dreams. Um, so that's a big part of this as well. Nice. Okay, so we'll get the summit day together, and then the Facebook community will go on after that too. Yep, yep. And um, the summit's taking place on July 29th. Um, so for some people, they were like, oh, I can't make it that day. Keep right. me in the loop for future. So if depending on how this goes, if people get a ton of value out of it or if we get feedback on how to make it even better, this is something that will continue on. So definitely follow us and follow along. Uh, but it's July 29th, the first half of the day on, on July 29th. It's a Friday. Nice. Okay. So that can be our CEO day time. Yes. Right? The, the exactly. Time on the leader hat, the long vision I'm in control of my ship. I love it. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, you must know that um, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I should do this. And now I'm like, of course I should do this. So I, I'm going to push the button. Yay. We'll love to welcome you in. But seriously, just the, the group that we have going, it's some of the most incredible women entrepreneurs I have come across and we just didn't have a way to work together until now so i'm excited to see where the journey leads us honestly so good thank you thanks. thank you thanks for having this chat thanks everyone who joined us it just i i hope everyone knows like it just feels so nice to have people in the room with us so yes all right Louisa, I can't wait to see you more and more in all the ways that we've talked about in, in the other coaching places we share, and we'll get to have dinner coming up. So thank you, and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, May, and thank you to everybody who, who's watching the replay and who joined us live. It's a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Take care.